Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The trailer looking at Billy Bones Down old West Ham Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Season 9, episode 21, part 1. Because it's going to be a bit disjointed one later on in the podcast. We are going to leave you and Sean, and I think Nigel, you're going to be joining him, uh, will join you. But for you listeners, it will be seamless. Uh, I'm George. I'm here with John. Hello, John. <laughs> I've a bit on that. <laughs> Hello, John. <laughs> How are you? Hello, George. I'm wonderful. How are you? Yeah, great. Really great. Thanks. Yeah, it's all going really well. Yeah, fantastic. And I'm here with Shebman Nigel Khan. Hello, Nigel. Hello, George. Where are you? I'm in my kitchen. Oh, Shebman. Oh, well. Bit of a rush today, wouldn't it? So. Uh, we've got a couple yeah. of games to cover, and then uh, the, uh, <laughs> the 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 uh, the, 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 the B sure team are going to step in and take Twitter question time. <laughs> uh, we've got Wolves and Arsenal. Now we just discussed the fact that we have Wolves to talk about uh, before we started recording. We realised that none of us remember it, so it must have been good. Uh, we lost two 0 <laughs> I watched it. We didn't offer anything. It was on Amazon Prime. I watched it without commentary. I remember that much. I did as well. How did that work, to be fair? Because I watched it. I didn't watch Amazon. I watched it somewhere else. Yeah. And uh, I, I see I, I had the American commentators or whatever it was. Um, well, which is be better than what Amazon had. Right. They had a, they had, I don't know who the guy was, but they had a, a uh, I guess it was a female uh, footballer who was the scouse lady as well. So it was like a winning combination from, you know, the whole like, thing. All right, la. Like, all right. I, can't, I can't even stand Jamie Carragher. I have to turn of town off when he's commentating. Big shout so out to all our fans just, in Liverpool. Did she? Cans out. It was just the crowd noise, really. Yeah. 
Without the, we, we, is it not funny though watching it on telly and not having a commentator? I'm not sure. It I was funny. That. It was it weird. Was funny. It, does, it, was it does feel a bit like like when they scored and there's a really loud roar because obviously they're the home team. It's not too dissimilar as watching it in the ground as an away fan. I thought, you know, that kind of oh, I'm not moving. I'm standing there silently, and everyone else is going mental. So it was a bit like that. Um, but we lost. And I don't remember anything of note for us to talk about from our point of view. I think it was that bad. We didn't we didn't ever look like competing really, let alone scoring. I just I remember thinking it was all very predictable and we were really poor. Yeah. And that's I mean the only thing I can throw in the hat is that you we we were making a big thing about Roberto being shite, David Martin coming in. But we went there, we're missing Fabianski, but last year they beat us with Fabianski. So, I don't know, yeah. perhaps just Wolves have just got our number. I don't know. Well, I don't, I don't remember feeling that anything was down to David Martin no. either, though. It was no, just it no, a bad it was, game. I don't think anyone had a yeah, good we game. Were, we were just really poor, I think. And it was kind of an air of inevitability yeah. about it, wasn't it? That Especially after they scored, that we were just going to... Tick, let them tick over and take the three points, which is what happened. And it didn't ever look like yeah, changing to have the, any ability to come back. Didn't look like changing that story that seemed like it had already been written. Well, he didn't play Antonio, did he? And perhaps it, it was, you know, I know he's coming back from injury, but it was almost like he was sacrificing Antonio, or in fact, sacrificing the Wolves game, keep Antonio fresh for the Arsenal game where we had a better chance of winning. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's Wolves. Has anybody else got anything to add to Wolves? <laughs> no, not, not no. really. No. Wolves are the club that we... Are, Wolves are the club that I think a lot of our fans think we should be. Well, yeah, there's probably a few clubs that feel like that because they've come up and succeeded from the get-go really but they've had a lot of investment and they've had the uh, they've got good people in charge that have good contacts so yeah they're run well aren't they obviously they're all friends of player selections super agents you know yeah but then I also think that people will look at Leicester and think you know what why can't we be Leicester you know with the with the right because we haven't got a 30,000 seater stadium, Jim. Oh, that's <laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't, oh. don't, don't get me started. So, off, right. off, off, off the uh, Chelsea victory, obviously, things could have, people were, people were thinking they could have potentially turned a corner there. Then the Wolves result went, as I predicted it, I think I predicted 2-0 or 2-1, I can't remember. Um, and then we had Arsenal at home yesterday, Monday night, recording this on the Tuesday. And uh, that didn't go too well either, did it? So, Nigel, you were the only one that attended. Uh, Sean was there, wasn't he? Uh, well, he's not here, though, is he? No. Well, we can ask him in the future. Future Sean. Future Sean. When, when he takes um, over. <laughs> uh, was it as bad as it looked on the TV? Because... I mean, the first half, first half, I thought we did okay. Probably didn't really deserve to be leading because didn't really create too many chances. They 
had a couple of chances themselves. Ozil should have scored with a header early, sort of 20 minutes in maybe. Um, I think our goal was a bit spawny, wasn't it? But, you know, Ogbonna, it was a bit spawny. Ogbonna threw would, himself would the keeper have got it? Would the keeper have saved it if it hadn't a deflection? It, it was going it, it the right that way. way. Yeah. It looked like it was going in towards the keeper, but obviously got the deflection yeah. and went in. Um, so I thought we were lucky to go in at half time with the lead. Did you see it the same way in the ground? Um, I, watching it, I, I said to mate Sean that this is the worst Arsenal team I've ever seen in my life play football. I agree. They they looked terrible and in the first half. They the, and we should have been going for the jugular. And for whatever reason, um, I believe it stands for lack of pace. That we just couldn't get in behind them properly. We got the goal from a set piece, I believe. Good header by Ogbonna. Obviously, the big deflection, it was up our end, so it was hard to see if the keeper was going to get there. And I don't know, I thought actually, I thought we deserved the 1 0 lead. And you just hoped that the fact that we'd scored first, you know, meant that. Um, we, yeah, we on. would kick on, you know, especially with the way they've been, you know. They hadn't won for 10 games. You know, their fans were on their backs. It, it's the first time they've come back from a, from being behind for eight years or something. Is it? Well, I mean, it just... <laughs> or eight seasons. Just, so. it, it just shows you that, um, you know, every team lacking in confidence can't wait to play West Ham. Because... It, you know, I'd, I've I've defended Pellegrini um, for a long time. I couldn't understand. I must admit, I would have gone with two up front, Antonio and Haller. You know, for whatever reason, he went with Antonio. The, the mad thing for me is Antonio does his best work when he plays out wide right. And that's yeah. when he scores most of his goals. Well, he's not a striker, no. is he? And 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 that's that's the problem. So he's better off coming into the box from a wide position where they don't see him coming than being the focal point in the middle. It obviously, for me, it didn't work. It took a long time to change it. You know, Snodgrass gives you energy. I'm not sure I'd have took him off. Um, I, you know, when you looked at the bench, to be fair, if we go back to the start of the game, I looked at the bench and you had uh, Haller on the bench and then the rest seem to be all defenders. What happened to Yarmolenko? Yeah. Is he just that's not included? I, I I thought they said during commentary he was injured. Was, yeah. I, so maybe that's one for Sean. Yeah. Nice when you speak we'll, to him we'll clear that up later then. Because I didn't, you know, I think it was just, uh, it was, I'm, I'm doing a disservice because obviously Nathan Holland was there as well. And, um, I t- you know, it, it, you looked at it, we had Sanchez on the bench there was just nothing on the bench. You know, I thought, God, if we're in trouble, we've got nothing there to bring on. And so it seemed to change the game. I mean, this is, I don't understand it because, you know, pre-season people were crowing that this is the best squad squad we've ever had. And us doom merchants sit there and go, actually, I don't think it is. You know, and then fast forward four months and, you know, people are, are up in arms again, aren't they? Yeah, well, it's, it's what it's showing is um, the the lack of planning across the whole squad, isn't it? And it's showing an imbalance. And when you see things, you see things on 
like I see you see things on Twitter, I'm sure you do as well, where they're saying like over their term as ownership, they've spent 16 million on, on right backs and they've taken just over 16 million pounds worth of interest out of, out of the club. And you see all these things, you realise that, you know, like when they talk about a goalkeeping position and certain positions, they just always get the freebies in and they get, and it just, I think it just shows you the lack of strength across the squad. That's what it's really showing up. I, I mean, I don't know how far you want to get into it. I mean, realistically, for me, I think it highlights we've got their, you know, the 10 years of them coming up soon. Personally, I'd like to do a special where we pick them apart bit by bit. But that <laughs> may take like, about three weeks to do, to be fair. It is the, the, the short-termism under their ownership. It, every appointment has been short-termism. And yeah, well, it's a lot of freebies and lots yeah, of yeah, and out of contract players at the end of uh, at the end of like this Abelard style. Yeah, yeah. The, the, you know, you look through the players and even the managers. If you look at the managers, I mean, Pellegrini's not a long term solution, is he, or an appointment? No, uh, but you wanted him. Well, yeah, apparently. <laughs> Uh, even yeah. though none of us well, knew he me. was coming <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we all, all wanted we're him all, we're all fans and we all yeah. wanted him but uh, I, with, in regards to Pellegrini you know th- th- there was obviously a big problem and the Billich got rid of him more steady the ship kept us up and there needed to be a complete change of tact and you don't get that in free transfer windows and and this is why no. I sort of say you can't keep chopping and change. Why well, defend Pellegrini? Because we bring in another manager. You know, we'll hear later from Sean probably. It'll be a short-term appointment to steady the ship if they get rid of Pellegrini because there's no one out there to come long-term. So then what do you do? You have to buy players in the January, short-term players to get you out of trouble you in. We go forward to January. New manager wants to change the team. You know, Hopefully, we're still in the Premier League. But there's a bit of me who thinks, you know what, relegation. If relegation means Golden Sullivan are finally driven out of the club, ooh, could be a price worth paying for. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. I think I'd, I'd, I'd definitely prefer a season in championship from a match-going <laughs> point of view. The, the, um, only, the only thing is I would caveat that. In uh, I, I think this time, if we did go down... It could be possible Armageddon, and we may not come back for years. Yeah, I, I would, I would go along with that. I don't, I, I mean, I don't even want to think about going down. Really, as a club, it's just. I mean, I, I've kind of come to the conclusion that I won't really return in any sort of real, sort of regular way to going to see the see them at the London Stadium until their ownership's changed. I just can't face them anymore. I wouldn't wish us to be down to get rid of them. Mm. I can't see. I think we could seriously. It's not. It's not a case of wishing it though, is it? It was a bit of a would you would you rather yeah. kind of thing. But how it? do we get rid of them? It was a. If, I I I know that is I still the only believe, way, isn't it? I still believe really? that when they get past this penalty thing, which was part of the deal, I still think that someone will come in and buy them out, and they will go. Mm. I think they'll make their money, and they will go for all this talk of like we're in it for this we're in it for that I think we can all really see that what they're really in it for I mean he, he came here as a millionaire and he'd be, he's, he's a billionaire now isn't he 
Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's funny. I did a thing in Overland and Sea years ago, and I, the, the cartoon bloke in Overland and Sea got in. I sent him a drawing and said, Can you do me a drawing for my article? And I put, This time next year, we'll be billionaires. You know, it's, oh, there you go. Spot on. It was just, um, the, but you know, the way that, the way that, back to that game, that game was just so frustrating again because I agree with you totally. Why, why not start with two up front when they are so bad and conceding so many goals? And then for us to get the lead, and you can see the confidence picked up in the team. And you feel right now, drive, now drive. So you maybe come out second half, two up front, go for them. But as soon as they scored, I mean, on commentary, they said, you know, it's two and throw, two and throw, and West Ham riding their luck here, and then Arsenal are going it. And I thought, well, they haven't even had a shot at target yet. This was like at 65, 68 minutes or something. And then bang. Mm. I start, but even, even, even when we were looked confident and were riding high a bit. We I never we didn't ever look no, dangerous, we didn't look dangerous. Did we? There was no point where you thought, oh we're gonna get another one, we could get two or three here. It was just kind of toothless the way it has been yeah, for so long. It's just kind of no nothing in the final. We've kind third. of been that way like you say for so long. We've been we've got the we lack the final ball, the the cutting edge and we're defensively weak. And it's been like that well it's been like that for as long as I can remember now. Lost. Yeah. So it just again takes you back to to me. It takes always takes me back to this lot have been in football with Birmingham and us now for a long time, but they've not had any success and they're not very good at running a football club. And as as soon as they scored, you just knew it was going to happen, didn't you? And it, the collapse happened quicker than I'd thought it would, um, but it did. I mean, as soon as that goal went in, the whole whatever confidence they did have was just completely sucked out of them again and <clears throat> people were making stupid mistakes. Masawaku came on. Was that the turning point? Well, do you think because Creswell was injured? Well I, I think, think yeah I think Creswell had that Pepe it, bloke. Yeah but you know did he Well he no, stuffed him a couple of times. It's good. Yeah well he did. But the the goal came from the other side, didn't it? The first one. So that Martinelli yeah. scored from left wing so if Cresswell was on the pitch you know it wouldn't have made a difference that side and I honestly think it was that goal that sucked the confidence out of the team and it just changed it flipped the game on its head that quickly and because the the team weren't that confident to begin with you know it was just it happened quicker yeah, game, than I thought it, it would yeah it, <laughs> it was like game. England at cricket it was just one two three and you're sitting there and you think yeah, it was yeah. What, 10 minutes? And you know what it's like when you're next to the wave fans. I mean, when the first goal went in, it kicked off at the back where we were. The Arsenal fans and and everything else, it it was proper coming to blows. The Arsenal fans, the first goal West Ham fans were giving it to them on, on, on the divide. And a few of the Arsenal fans come to try to get over and a load of West Ham fans that made had a surge for them. And that's how the Arsenal fans were. You know, they were fuming. And then we, yeah. we just let them back in. And it was, uh, I've never seen an Arsenal team play so devoid of anything for so long in the match. And it was just, it's so disappointing that we didn't, 
know, if Pellegrini is making a fist of it to try and save his job and to get anything done, then last night really should have been it. And he failed big I mean, start. I mean, he did, he, I know he doesn't ever look bothered really anyway, but he was, you know, we were 3-1 down and the Sky cameras turned to him. He was just sitting on the bench having a chat. It wasn't even like he was upset or angry or anything. I just think he's just I don't know, up. but that's, that's his man. In, the, and and there I will defend him because I think that that's his... That's the way he is as a person. He's not a punch-in-the-air type person. He's not one to show his emotion or his anger. So he has this calm exterior. That's why he got the nickname The Charming Man, because of the way he he had certain grace about him. I I don't think, looking at his career in Europe, he's ever been in this position. And I think this is where he gets found out. He's good at playing at the top table with good players. His system really works, but it don't work in a team devoid of confidence. Yeah, he doesn't. He seems to be a bit of a one-trick pony, doesn't he? Yeah, but you know, but we've had all this about him before. When we, he's, he was never a long-term solution. He was, I think, an ego signing for Sullivan for him to say, "Look, I've got you." Premiership winning manager here. What else do you want? A Premiership winning team to go what with else it. What do you want? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. That is the two games covered. Do we want to add anything else before we hand over to Mr. West Ham Football well, and Shedman? I mean, I guess what we'll be talking about next is what happens next? Does he get the sack? Or should he be given the next game? Should he have been sacked this morning? Well, I wouldn't go this morning. No. The, the thing is, no, he wouldn't have gone this morning. But I guess the, the question is, if we'd have lost to Chelsea, would he still be here? I think I he, think would, he would be. because, yeah, he, you know, because he'd have lost three. He lost what? Nine games. Yeah, yeah. well, you've had to cut the jaws in there. I just think because, you know, I've not put it all on Fabianski. It's weird. You know, we we look back and the the season flipped on its head when Fabianski limped off against Bournemouth. And I think the owners probably think, well, actually, you know, once we get Fabianski back, it might be better. So they probably would give him. We were hoping Fabianski would be back for the Southampton game. I think that was always the game, probably in the owners' minds, that they would see how it goes. Um, so, so, do you think that Fabianski probably won't be back? Will no. He? So, do you think if we manage to get a win there, that's him safe? Then? Well, because if Fabianski will likely be back for the next one. I think he? if he wins against Southampton or even probably avoids defeat against Southampton, I, I think that buys him the next three games. And then it may be January the 1st, see where we are and what's gone on. If he loses against Southampton, um, then even I, the most staunchest loyalist that Pellegrini's probably got, can struggle to make a case for him not to go. I would try, but I probably wouldn't believe in it yeah. myself because if no, I just I, I think I, I personally don't believe in him anymore. 
I think is we can we have all the problems at the top, of course we do, but you know there's been so many tactical things he's got wrong that have just resulted in poor results, and he's got to be the one to take the blame for that. Yeah, I don't think the players. No, no. For, me, are, are, for me, yesterday, I'll tell you, walking out yesterday, I was more upset with the players. And the, the reason for that was, I think as a manager, you do your work before the game and at half time. And at half time, we've come in 1 0. And then when the players walk out for the second half, that's literally them on their own. It can affect it with substitutions, yes. But if you're picking your best 11 and putting that out there, your substitutes are only bit part players anyway, in theory, in your mind, because surely you're picking your best 11. So therefore, for me, what I saw on the pitch from the players was nothing short of disgraceful, in my opinion. And I felt... Yeah, well, I mean, I, they're, I was... prob- they're probably lacking in confidence and and gusto because of the, you know, what well, the tactics that he's deployed haven't worked before. So why are they going to work now? They probably want him to change something, and we might see something different in them. You don't know, do you? you could, I, I, it's kind of chicken or egg, isn't it? I sort of think that they. I mean, I, I was sitting there watching it and thinking, if this was a team with energy and cha- and everything about them, if they were running and chasing that Arsenal team down, they would have overrun them and slaughtered them. And it, but they just it looked like a training match to me. And I, I just think that they've all. I mean, there's something going on with Anderson. Him and Anderson don't getting on. He's not the player anything like he was. Haller, you know, I mean, clearly. Is wondering what the hell's going on, you know. It's just, I don't, I think he's half the players there are not playing for him, and for whatever reason. But you know, the the Haller's come in and he he was the successful striker he was at Frankfurt or wherever he was at Frankfurt or Hamburg, Frankfurt and Frankfurt. He was playing up front with that, um, Jovic, wasn't he? Jovic. There's two of them up front, and they were scoring goals for fun. So why why has he brought him in off of out of a team like that and just played him up front on his own the whole time? That's probably why Allah's like not performing, and he's a bit surprised that it's being played where he's being played in a system that it is. Have we got the players that can play with him now to replicate what he done? Well, no, probably not. But we we did have until we sold Hernandez. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, but Hernandez was sold because of the wages. Yeah, well, just, that's what I mean. It yeah. does, all does a full circle, doesn't it? Yeah. And it is, it's the board, it's the manager, it's the players. I mean, it's, it's like, it just all needs to change, in my opinion. But where yeah. do you start? I don't know. I'm just a bit fed up with it all, as you can probably tell. Slightly. Just a bit. Mm. All right, well, let's see what uh, our man of all our font of knowledge has to say when he comes and joins us with the, the what a senior source has to say about these things is Sean going to give it to us later then <laughs> we'll, we'll see will he give us the or he, he'll give us some information from somewhere and it'll all be uh, you take it or leave it don't you whether you believe well, it or not he's pulled out today <laughs> isn't he so I'm, I'm sure he'll it, it, be it'll be putting that over until tomorrow when he's balled back in once Sullivan's answered his email. 
Well, is it balled out today? Is, is it when, 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 who? Who? Senior source. Senior source. Oh, yeah. John Sullivan. Anyway. I mean, that geezer wrote that article. Yeah. That's yeah. the one. That's, that's it from two of us three. Uh, back after this short message. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There you go. Hey, hey, I'm here. Uh, hi, Nigel. God. Uh, sorry, sorry I couldn't make part one, And by the way. By the wonders of magic and entertainment. What, what did you say I was doing for part one, Gordon? You gave some some bullshit uh, reason why I couldn't make the first half. Well, no, I think we said you was at the ballet, as <laughs> all good Surrey people do. I just, was yeah. you nutcracker, you, was you? Was it, no, was it, was I, was taking my, I was taking my daughter to the oh. ballet. Uh, her ballet, not the ballet. Oh, uh, still, sorry. Yeah, in, on a rainy, windy... Um, uh, Tuesday night. So what, anyway, what did you do while she was at ballet? Then uh, I was messaging you a lot yeah, on, on so. WhatsApp and uh, and and Canning Town, our friend Jay at Canning Town, Lynn. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I was on my laptop. Uh, also, listening to Ian Dale. I was listening to him on LBC while I was waiting in the car. Oh right. Uh, Anything good? Apparently. Happening? Well, apparently a conservative stood him up, so he, he had to go to the not for the uh, first time. Oh, the phones, because <laughs> um, the conservative didn't put a, uh, a spokesman up to come on his show, so he went to the phones. I did think about calling in and having a chat, but uh, I was texting you and uh, and sending "Let It Snow" videos to Canning Town then uh, as as a a little uh, suggestion. Anyway, enough of that. It's not a ballet podcast, as they say. Did you give a shout out to Tim and Luke, who we met yesterday at the uh, no, we ain't done that London yet. Stadium. All right, 
okay. ain't done that. Can we, can we, you know, can we stick to the, the order? All right, what order? is the running order? So the running order is, I'm going to give you five minutes to tell us yeah. what you thought about yesterday, as you was and, at the game, and, like myself. And did, you, did you talk about the whole supporters uh, club experience as well or not? No. Or is that not in the five minutes? Well, you can have By the way, a this couple a of minutes quick, after Quick that. shout out. Um, we went to the supporters club, my first time in the podium bar. Last drop, I think it's now renamed, which just by the orbit. Uh, I renewed my membership um, at the beginning of the season. I think Nigel's only just renewed his, uh, <laughs> dropping you in it. Uh, and we went in uh, with our friend Keith. Hello, Keith, because I know he's listens. He's one of great <laughs> listeners. Um, and it's a really nice place, isn't it? It's it's uh, yeah. I thought it was nice. It's a great location. It's a great bar. It's in the summer. It's going to be great because it's good terrace. So if you're not a member of Supporters Club, join, uh, but don't oh, I'll go up. Oh yeah, because we don't want it too packed, do we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now don't join. It's awful. It's yeah. absolutely awful. Now go to the Hammers Chats boats or go to the Cow in the shopping centre. Anyway, we've only got eight listeners, so we're going to be an extra eight people. And two of them are in now. Who was that? Keith. Yeah. And there was another bloke I said hello to. I did bump into Stelios. Stelios, <laughs> yes. Uh, when they were doing, what, what's the name of their thing? Irons, Irons United. Irons United. And they were doing a live stream. So uh, they caught me a little bit unawares by doing an interview on that. Anyway, uh, the game. Uh, well, it was up. A, I think they got you to reveal the lineup 20 minutes before it's made official. Oh, no, that was a timing no, issue. Well, I wouldn't yeah. ever release no. the lineup uh, before it was officially announced. So there must have been a timing issue. Um, anyway, um, what can I say about the game? It was cold. Um, it was wet. No, it wasn't wet. It was just cold and windy. Um, look. Before we went there, I said, tonight is the decider of the shittiest Premier League team in London. And the, the person to lose was going to get crowned the shittiest team in London. Uh, and I thought there was a chance that both it would end up a draw. Uh, and we would both be as shit as each other. And I must admit, when, when the game started, I thought they really are shit. I can see why they haven't won in nine games. Um, but we were shit as well. So I thought, yeah, this is a good shit fest. I don't know how many times I've used the word shit in, in the first few minutes, but quite a lot. Shit. Um, so we scored, didn't we? We scored a goal at home and... Oh, we scored a goal first. Well, they scored a goal really because it was an own goal, but it was a deflection. Uh, so we went one nil up and I must admit, I thought... I can't see Arsenal scoring. I cannot see Arsenal scoring. I'm sure you said this on on part one. No, I didn't. Um, I thought, I can't see Arsenal scoring. I can't see West Ham scoring again. This is 1-0. One of my famous 1-0s, which I predicted on on Irons United. Um, But it was not to be. And, and, you know, I won't say we dominated for 60 minutes, but we we looked the less shitty team for the first 60 minutes. And I thought we could hold on to our shit in the last half an hour and be a less shitty team than than uh, than Arsenal. <laughs> but what happened, you know? We fell apart. And um, it was a lonely last 20 minutes because um, goal after goal went in. You know, you can't blame David Martin. 
I don't know who I blame. Uh, the players have got to take their part. Their heads went down. And do you know what really, really winded me up was the Gooners. You know, the the Arsenal fans, you know, we were giving it to them, right, when we scored. And they were singing, how shit, we're winning away, we're winning away, how shit must you be, we're winning away. I felt like joining in, right, because I agreed with them, how shit are we? Um, Proper of shit. Course it, we went 3-1 down. I thought we, we were about to go 4-1 down or, or even more. And, of course, they, they, they sung their hearts out. And, and by the end of 90 minutes, um, I stayed to the bitter end. Did you? I yeah. think you did, didn't you? Yeah. I didn't see you afterwards. But, um, well, the bars were shut, weren't they? I stayed to the bitter end. Yeah, the bars were shut. Uh, and then we, we went out the stadium and, and did a left. And we bumped into all the arse, myself and Keith. Um, who, who we sit very close to and is a listener of the podcast, walked with with uh, um, Mark and uh, towards Pudding Mill Lane, and it was full of gooners. And boy, they were singing. The only good thing is they sang more about uh, Spurs than they did about beating West Ham. But they were—I mean, they haven't, that, that, no, they haven't had a win in nine games. They play West Ham. They win against West Ham. So fair play to. Arsenal, you can't give it to them. They were really happy. Well, I don't know if was... you know, as I said earlier, at the back where we were, it kicked off when we scored. Well, I saw that. So I tweeted it and I got in a bit of oh, trouble right. for that because people said, so it kicked off in the upper tier on the seg line. Yeah. Uh, right. And I took a picture of it. I mean, after the goal, our goal, uh, or their goal, I took a picture of it and tweeted it out. And some people were going back and Watch the game, and I thought, well, there was, you know, there was no game at that point. The goal had gone in, and you know, as there, there was a, I think it was our goal, wasn't it? When it was when our the, goal when it kicked off, it was our yeah. goal when it went on to the seg line, and of course, when their goal went in, um, they let off a, a red um, twice smoke flare. So the no enhanced, party, no party. so the enhanced security because of London Bridge terrorist well. incident worked really well that they managed to get a red flare. I told this story on Twitter, so let's tell it on the podcast. I don't know if you told it earlier about the enhanced security. What happened at Bridge 5, I Nigel? We pushed the table out of the way. No, we didn't through. push the table. We didn't push the table. <laughs> so we're standing there in a big queue, and there's a big queue and everything. And, and there's one bit that says tickets, right? And it's just a table there. So one guy just pushes the table out of the way and walks through it. Next minute, around 100 of us just walk uh, past the table without being security checked, no checks at all. And what do you think the security cards do? I know you know because you were there. I yeah. don't know why I'm asking. Well, I don't. They did nothing, did they? They watched us. No. They just watched us. Even watched the police us just watched us. Yeah, they just watched us. No one said, oi, 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 stop, stop, or put the table back. They just left us to walk past. Anyway, it's not a security podcast. It is a West Ham podcast, and I've probably gone over my five minutes. But it was a shit game. Uh, every game at home seems shit. Um, and I'm really glad that I don't... That's my last game of the year, by the way. Because uh, I'm I'm off to Mexico on Christmas Day and I'm not coming back to New Year's Day. So not only... Because the next game was against uh, Liverpool and that's not all... That's gone now. Obviously, all my free tickets for uh, away games have stopped now. 
Uh, now I'm not in the OSB. Right. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so many people will believe that. Yeah. And, oh, and, like his uh, free tickets have stopped. Yeah. And, <laughs> and on, on <laughs> obviously, we've got two games. I mean, I'm, I'm not around Boxing Day because that's Crystal Palace, but I wouldn't have got my free tickets anyway. Although that only went, I don't know if you saw my article today. None. Uh, Wolves went to general sale, as you already know. Yeah. Or, or season ticket holders, not general sale, general sale. Uh, how many do you reckon Southampton this weekend went to? How many um, points? Well, I'm away this weekend. I didn't get a ticket for Southampton. So I'd Go imagine on. it went to 10. Two. Two points. Two points. Southampton. Yeah. Southampton. Go on. I've got how a many ticket do you for reckon? Palace. I've got a ticket Box, for Palace. Boxing Day, Palace. How many points? Um, I'd have thought that would stop. I was saying that I got. So I'd go 14. Ten. Oh, ten. But they, they did the first one. Uh, 93% uh, went and only 7% went to the ballot. So 201, because it's a, it's a slightly smaller um, allocation at Palace. But yeah, I'm away in Mexico. So, so they've reduced missing... the ballot, so it's not 10% yeah, ballot. Yeah, yeah, that's that was your idea. Well done, Nigel. Um, so yeah, I'm missing Boxing Day. I'm missing the 28th. Who's that? Is that Leicester? Leicester. Or? And I'm missing uh, New Year's Day. Is that Bournemouth? Yeah. Well, for the first time ever, and it is for the first time ever. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm off away. So after the Palace what, Christmas. Game, well, after the Palace game, uh, I'm driving down to Cornwall for the week. Oh, and I've never done that. Okay. So well, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a uh, reprieve, really. But well, anyway, you wanted to talk about Pellegrini. So let's talk yeah, about Pellegrini. What do you want to ask me? You can ask me any question you want about Pellegrini. So I was wondering that you know, I see that X has tweeted he's actually got the Southampton gang. Um, it would you know? Obviously, sources have been talking. Then is this what they're saying? Yeah, he's got till the Southampton game. Uh, let's just say, I'm going to use some quotes here. I'm just going to throw them out. Alarm bells are ringing in a certain person's head. Every alarm bell is ringing in a certain person's head. Uh, it can't go on. And although, you know, how long have we been saying Southampton between us? Uh, I've probably since... He went in September. I think since the end of October, begin just after. We should get it. We we were there first. We were there first. We should say we got there first. Anyway, it's Southampton game. If he loses, he's gone. I'm not really sure. Lots of people asking me, "What happens if he draws or wins?" I don't know really. (laughs) Let's tackle that when we get it. Um, Well, I would guess if he is living. I have been told he is seriously living on borrowed time, and they're looking for a replacement as a plan B. Obviously, they can't openly talk to people while he's still in post. But my understanding, don't shoot the messenger, is they would be looking for a temporary pair of hands to take them to the end of the season. Those being considered include David Moyes, Tony Pulis, Chris Hewton, and other ones, dip, dot, 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 dot. I mean, whoever's in the market. So that's 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 your problem. Benitez is just not going to happen. I wrote an article. Benitez, 
buyout clause 15 million. He wants 8 million a year. He wants a three year contract. That's 39 million investment if he did the whole three years. He doesn't want to come to West Ham. He's ruled himself out anyway. And and Steve Bruce is doing a better job at him than Newcastle. So that's rule the neatest out. And, and I'm not sure about Eddie Howe. I mean, we've all heard the stories he wants to come and everything. But look, Eddie Howe is only doing one point better of us with, with uh, Bournemouth at the moment. I think he's trying to talk himself up a new contract. Same agent as Jack Wilshire, I believe. Um, and I'm not convinced he wants to come to us. I'm not convinced I actually want him. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Sean Dyche, absolutely. But he's got a £10 million buyout clause as well. Willie Burnley, I don't know. I don't know. It, I, and, th- and this is why, and I've stuck with Pellegrini for so long, as you have, is part of the problem is who will replace him? Who will come? Pochettino won't come. Kovac, who was at the game last night, won't come. You know, he had two tickets from the club last night. Only two. Um, he asked uh, to come, and he was given two tickets by the that club. He, he wasn't invited by the club. I want to make very that clear. Kind. And they gave him two free tickets for him to watch the game last night. He's more likely to go to Did Arsenal he buy any others? than West Ham. Oh, I don't know. No. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't tell you if I did. <laughs> you liar. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, look, I, I don't expect... Uh, I, I did a little article this morning on the odds, and most of them are odds on for Pellegrini to be the next manager to leave. Uh, Coral were offering 13 to 8. It's not a betting podcast, but 13 to 8 uh, for Pellegrini to get the sack, which I thought was really good odds. I bet it's not anymore. Uh, you know, Skybet was like 1 to 5 odds on. Um, so uh, it's a matter of time. Look, if, even if he wins against Southampton, we're kicking the can down. I wanted him to stay to the end of the season. I said that on the podcast. I'm not being a flip-flop fan. I still wanted that. I do worry now that he's lost the dressing room. Uh, I'm not sure they're playing for him anymore. And they sense he's gone and I think you, you can't do anything. You can want a manager to stay everything. I got a lot of grief for doing the analogy with John Lyle, including from you. because well, it was crap. Um, well, no, I think I, I, well, I think the word story. I used was bollocks, actually. So. Was it? Yeah. Because you claimed a seven-month... It wasn't true. He did... <sighs> look, look, let me just repeat, and then you shout out. John Lyle was appointed... Uh, coach in 1975. Don't uh, don't interrupt, right? Appointed coach in 1975. In his his first season, he did very bad. He finished, I think, 17th and just scraped through by not being relegated. He went in in 1976. He went uh, seven months without a win. Uh, at one point, he lost five games in a row. Uh, he got rele- he got West Ham relegated in 76, 77. I'm going from memory. He then spent three years in the wilderness in the second division, the old second division. They still stuck with him. And then, obviously, in 79, 80, he then won the FA Cup while still in the second division. Didn't get promoted that year. Next year, won as champion. So got the, the uh, you know, uh, FA Cup win over Arsenal. Next year, 
got uh, promoted as champions. And then by 1986, obviously finished third in Division One and was very unlucky not to win the Premier League that, that season. Go on, now you can talk. All right. So this is why you have to use me. Yeah, it's because first... I asked you, by the way, I asked you for this stat yeah, for a I know, week. And I, you I knew you was going to like crap with it and that's why I didn't give it. And then I left you to <laughs> yourself and that's when you get things wrong. Because first of all, it was 1974. He, he got elevated to team manager. Uh, Ron all Greenwood right. was all club right. 74, manager. 75. What's your point? So it was, we got relegated in 77, 78, not 77, yep. 76. All right, okay. Said, Again. You know... Seven months without winning a game. Uh, Which is true. A true stat. Hold, hold up. Right. And this is semantics, yeah? Because you're playing games with people. We beat QPR, as well you know, in the January of 76. We did. We did yeah. not win in February, March, uh, April. The season yeah. finished at the beginning of May. The season didn't yeah. start till August. And in August, West Ham beat QPR. How many months between January and Four months August? of football. How many months, Four months between football? You cannot count three months when they do I not can. play a game. It's my stat. Yes, I bloody you can. Can't if it's me. my stat, it's seven months. The calendar doesn't stop in May. The football it carries calendar on. does. And when you the stat at... is he didn't win in in seven months. All right, so three or four of them happen to be close season. What's your point? Well, you can't lose. It if doesn't you're not sound. Playing. It doesn't sound as good when you say he didn't win for four months. What's the difference between four months and seven months? Three anyway? months when they're not playing. Anyway, anyway. Right, enough of that. As a lot of people said, it was a bad analogy. So, uh, and, not and just slightly. Me. <laughs> anyway, yeah. It's tough. It's tough to write articles nowadays. Um, anything else uh, we need to discuss? A lot of people have been asking, where's Jack Wilshire? He's injured. So, uh, uh, yeah, so... Well, you got any player update quickly before we go question time? Player updates? Uh, I don't think I have. I mean, obviously, Antonio was fit. There's still concerns of him. Came out that uh, Crystal Palace was offered us £30 million for Antonio uh, last summer and we turned them down. Uh, interestingly, his agent is Will Sorthouse. Will Sorthouse... Is very close to Sullivan's. Will Sorthouse is also very close to, uh, is it Simon Jordan, the owner of Crystal Palace? So uh, that tells you everything you need to know about Will Sorthouse and Antonio. Uh, but Antonio wasn't the difference last night. Uh, Darren Randolph uh, looks like he could be coming back to West Ham uh, from Middlesbrough because they're in FFP trouble. We haven't said FFP for a while, have we, Nigel? No, we haven't. And the last news, uh, myself and Hugh, Claren and Hugh, have written an article criticising the ball tonight, saying we made a lot of promises about a world-class stadium, world-class football, and next level, and it hasn't been delivered. Thank you. Good night. Yeah, well, we'll leave it to the public to decide if it's criticisms <laughs> or not. But having read it, yeah. I didn't think it was. Right, All come right. on in. It's time for this. Yeah, it's Facebook, Twitter question time, where you, the listeners, all eight of you, or sometimes ten of you, get to ask us, the two presenters left in part two, questions that we may answer or not 
in the next 20 or 30 or 40 minutes. <laughs> Nigel, have you got your yeah, glasses I'm ready. on? I'd, like, I'd just like to say last week I may have upset some people. Um, did you? Yeah, you did. I thought it was bang out of order. I'd like to, you know, I've made, you know, jokes. You know, my childish humour came out. Upset, possibly pride of irons. Upset women in claiming that, you know, perhaps your girlfriend should have yeah. done the washing up. Immature. I'll just Immature. Point out, I don't think that women are here just to wash up. I think they can cook dinners as well. I don't so, start um, again. You know, I understand, you know, that there were certain people that I didn't upset. So to those people that I didn't upset, I'd like to apologise. And I will try harder to upset you lot this week because I am inclusive. I want to upset everyone. I don't want you to upset anyone. <sighs> you know, that's where I get my fun, isn't it? I like upsetting people. I'm going to look for a comment from one of our listeners. Yeah, you do. Is um, there one? Is there one? Is there a... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to look for it. What What was the um, the comment from the person on Well, the... someone's really complained. No. Right. Uh, how I see. Well, I'm not going to name the person, but they know who they are. I agree. It was humorless and date and outdated. <laughs> Come on, who was that? Was that someone that we know? Yeah, oh, it was. Right, all right, then. It was. Oh, I know where that comment come from. Then was it a lot of yeah, it? Nineteen eighty-eight, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah, it was. No, it's an. I respect yeah, the person. Yeah, yeah. I really like him, and that's why I did ask him to put his. Um, yeah, think I'll take it on board, but as I say, you know, I don't. don't take I, I just think we have things. to be, as I said, I think we have to be a bit politically correct. Well, you might have to, and, but I don't. Well, I just just think we just have to be. If if we're really inclusive, you know, just just use a bit of common sense. Anyway, oh, away with the questions. No, I know. All right. First up, Adam Sienzak. That's a great name, isn't it? Especially if you play Scrabble, Adam. And, but who went to Trinity School? <sighs> I've got to look at this. Hold up. Trinity School. Where is Trinity School? It's oh, in Croydon, uh, yeah. isn't it? No. It's, well, yeah, my, my son played them at uh, tennis well, and beat them. I think they're an independent us, school. Us, believe us, it or not. us Cumberland boys used to fight with Trinity, which was South West Antic, where Alan Kirbishley went. All right. But it's now called... Something else. It's changed its name four times. Trinity's not there anymore. But anyway, that's enough about. Adam Cientex says, Evening, chaps. Looks like Chelsea was just a blip on the otherwise miserable landscape. Why is it that when any team needs a win, they just have to play West Ham? He was frustrated. He thought we played well today, scored. Don't see a way back. Brady out. Which ever. Why is it ever Brady ding? out? I don't know. Why, why is it when there is, uh, like like Harry Redknapp said, why is it, and I'm going to try not to be too sycophantic or protective of the board after my recent uh, article, but why is it when the, the, the team do bad and the manager does bad, everyone picks on the board and says, well, they appointed him. Um, we only seem to be the club that does that. And I know Harry Redknapp took to the Sun newspaper. No, he was on TalkSport and said, I don't get why they get angry with uh, with Golden Sullivan and you know, look well, what they've done for us and they invested two bob in the training If you want to answer that question, there's an article on Claret and You tonight, apparently, that may yeah. explain the answers to that question. 
Yeah, I know. So I wrote it. There you go. I think you need to ask yeah. that question why people go after the ball. It will happen because they have... You're reveling <laughs> in this, aren't you? Because you're going to say, I told you so. I told you so. In, not, in 2011, I told you so. You know, you can say to everyone, you shouldn't take any pleasure Listen, in something I'd, I told you, you so. Know, I'd, I'd, yeah, there's no pleasure to be taken. I, you know, I can point to articles where I said, you know, people, if I am right in the, the doom that I, pro, I profess that is down the tracks, then this club's going to be fucked. And there's no pleasure to be taken from this. There ain't. But the reason why I don't get angry and I don't whatever is because I did sort of see it was going to happen. We support yeah. a team. We support a team, Nigel. You've said this, and I'll repeat it back to you because I like putting stuff back on. We don't support a concrete no. stadium. We don't support owners, right? They come and go. We don't support particular players. They come and go. We support West Ham United. Come what may, whatever division yeah. we're in, right? Whatever players there are, whatever owners there are, whatever managers are. We support West Ham United. In the same way, you hated yeah. Sam Allardyce, but you still supported West Ham United. And you correct, still went yeah. to the games when Sam Allardyce yeah. was our manager because you support West Ham and United. And I still go now. You know, when loads of people have, yeah. can't stomach it anymore, I still go. And, and I, I said this to another WhatsApp group, to... Uh, um, uh, what's that like? Uh, everybody's second team uh, WhatsApp group, isn't it? Um, and I said, you know, being provocative, if London Stadium was called by a certain person, a soulless bowl, and I said, it wouldn't be called that. If we had won every single game at the London Stadium since 2016, it wouldn't be called the soulless bowl or anything else. It would be this amazing place where West Ham had a 100% record for the last three years. Honestly, you wouldn't be talking about the stadium at all. And I said, when we talk about soul, soul is created by people. People are supporters. Yeah, but you don't hold up. People hold up, create atmosphere. People create atmosphere, no, no, no. not and concrete and, this and seats. Well, I disagree with you, isn't it? Because, and this is where you missed the point. It's, it's not so much, it is the makeup of the stadium inside. But what, what kills it is what goes on outside as well. It's a barren wasteland outside. It's being built up. It was supposed but to you know be. What? No, no, no. When we were walking, look all those lovely oh. cranes outside. There's a new... We were talking about this when we were walking over there. You've got the new BBC office block going up. You've got new um, University College London. You've got... Um, the whole place is being... It's not going to be barren at all. This is the new breeding ground of the next West Ham supporter. You know, you know whether they go to University College London or they work at the BBC. I saw the new TfL building. All the TfL work, uh, workers are there. You know, if they start being West Ham fans, they might even get our trains to run on time. Yeah, yeah but that. Oh, anyway, well, anyway, let's, let's move, move on, on to questions. Give think, up. Yeah, give you up. Just move on. Me up. Yeah. So Paul Beasley <laughs> is, is is going all status quo on us. Dan, Dan, we're going, Dan. When you can't beat a team like Oxford, that speaks volumes. He, I love a season well, in the, the championship. The championship may be a blessing in disguise, like a submarine you've got to go down before you get back up. Just think the millions the board will lose if they delay appointing a new manager. He's give a good name, 
a name that I've been talking about recently with a couple of people, Stephen Gerrard, please. Even though he calls him Garrard, but I think he means Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> Young, ambitious, yeah. commands respect from the players and will get the fans on side. Balled out, Beasley goes. Not just Brady. He wants a lot of them gone. Not a bad shout. I like uh, Gerrard, uh, to be fair. Yeah, really? I think he's done well with Rangers. How about Scott Parker? Um, I don't think he's... Well, it's hard to say. Do you know, I'll tell Kevin you what, I'll tell you this is... Left, How about left, Kevin Nolan? Yeah. I can't remember who it was. Someone, one of the people on Twitter that listened said it, and I thought, do you know what? I probably would. And everybody digs out Pellegrini for lack of passion and everything. And I've pulled George, not pulled George up on it today, but I've said to him, hold up. His passion comes from the fact is that's his mannerism. He's not that way inclined. He's not a fist pumping, never has been, never will be. So to have a go at him, uh, Dean Ashton had a go at him about it, I think, on Talk Sport, and I think that's a cheap shot. Go on, so who would you put in? I would bring in Paolo Di Canio. I knew you were going to say well, that. Well, you know, so yeah, well, so you you would bring in an, uh, a fascist. I would bring him in for six months. Yeah, a oh, fascist. I don't go down that road because you know we will get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Blind me! We'll anyway. have whistle beating down the door. All three of them. <sighs> yeah. Talking anyway, of balled out, on. K. Rita Brady. Sean, she's oh, back. Oh, she's back. Sean, hey. she says. What's going on? I'm not in the. I'm not. I'm not in the. I program noticed your picture week. was missing from the program last night, and yeah. yes, been is that up. what she says? Last time we spoke yeah. about it, you said you'd sleep on me. Sorry, on it. This is not good. I did actually. If That's the exactly club said, stooge yeah. is not on board. How can we convince the rest of the mugs, whoops, fans, that we do a good job and listen to them? As for the show, ghastly. Would you know what? Here's here's the funny thing. I I announced on this podcast, um, and I know it's only got eight listeners, so that I resigned from the OSB. I I was quite clear on it. I've even mentioned it on Twitter. But you know what? In the last 24 hours, it was only when my picture went missing from the program in the OSB lineup. Everyone's going, Have you, "What's happened? Have you left the OSB?" I didn't think anyone bought or read programs anymore. Well, I've got the I'm program not. this week. Well, yeah, yeah, you're in it. in it. Well, it should have been in it two yeah. weeks ago. To be fair, yeah, it, it did take us a good ten minutes to find let's it. Get, yeah, let's we get start. this right. So anyway, yeah. um, Jim Salverson. Hi, Jim. We seem desperately short of ideas. He doesn't know what the solution is. He can't help thinking recruitment is to blame on poor planning. But we've fallen into a similar trap of buying players rather than a team. That's a good point. And we need a clear direction going forward. He doesn't. He's not sure if that comes from Pellegrini. From the, the Daves are going nowhere whilst they're making pan notes. So sadly, we need to change the hey, boss. Making yes. pound notes. Well, you know, at the end of the day. Well, where are they right, making let's pound get this notes? Right. The, the only thing on, since the move, yeah, to that's gone up, yeah, because the team hasn't gone up, the league position ain't gone up, or two mm-hmm. things. One, the capacity's gone up, but even bigger yeah. than the capacity going up, the share price has gone up. Well, is it though? 
Well, that, are that you telling me that, that they valued the club at £600 million before we left? Well, it ain't worth... Well, hold up a look, minute. Look, let me tell you two things, right? Let me tell you, right? Of course, they've made money on it. But first of all, they, they're charging rent now at um, 3%, right? They, they could get better investing in property. I mean, obviously, both of them invest in property. Uh, Gold took his money out of... Have they invested in, in anything at Upton Park? Oops. Nope. No. No. So, so 3%, they could get better that in other investments. So, you know, they're earning interest. Yes, other, other people take interest-free. That's up to them. But they want something back for it, they get 3%. As for selling it, assuming they sell it before both of them die, remember they're both elderly, um, of course they get a profit on it, but not as much. I mean, I know Karen Brady on her own website values it at £800 million. You are joking if you think anyone's going to pay £800 million. Mike Ashley can't get rid of Newcastle for £300 million. There is no way you'd ever get £800 million or £600 million. You say that, um, but right. People, billionaires, and let me just finish. Billionaires want to buy right. championships. Just to blow you out of the water there, because I then, knew you was going to say on, that. Back of the standard today. Go on. Apparently, uh, an American, something to do with Guggenheim, whatever they are. Uh, I thought they were a museum, yeah. to be fair. But a, a, a bid for Chelsea, testing the Bramages resolve. Well, no. Well, How this much? is the thing. Abramovich value. What do you think Standard said Abramovich values Chelsea at? Uh, probably right, a billion 2. pounds. 2.7 billion. Yeah, ain't going right. to happen. No, no, it no, no, ain't no. going to happen. So, therefore, if we take the Chelsea, you know, West Ham, I've got West Ham's a very similar-sized team than talking Chelsea. Of that, talking of that, uh, over a billion pound is own, owed to Abramovich, yeah. by the way, in loans. He hasn't given it away free, hasn't written it all off. Billion pound in loans. No, but he takes no interest. Takes, he takes no money no interest, out of the club. But they still owe a billion pound. He still owns. So even if you bought the club, you still owe a billion pound to uh, okay. Abramovich. Well, no, I'm just saying. You've so, lost the loan, yeah. without a doubt. I think people who want to make money now buy the likes well, of... You know I've said that for a few years now. That, and, and I summed yeah. it up, I said a couple or, of weeks ago, that Brian. Charlton got bought for £50 million, yeah. I believe. I just don't think West Ham is enough of a prospect that someone's going to pay silly money. Remember, if it's sold before 2023, they have to pay about 20% of it back to the government. I just think, in, and I've said this before, in their time of their lives, you know, 183 and the other one's 70-something, uh, not in the best of health, one of them, I just don't see <laughs> they want that money because what are they going to do with it, you know? This is their little plaything, a bit like Abramovich, you know? Abramovich only wants sell because he's got the ump, because he's he, he can't get back in the country, you know? Otherwise, it's his plaything. And West Ham is their plaything. We'll carry anyway, on. Um, I digress it's, again. Is a mate of yours from West Ham till I die, Sean? Well, I say a it? mate. I've seen him say some choice things about you on there. It's 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 our little <laughs> friend Flo Rider Emma. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. I set your time. I do despair Great. at some of the stupid comments aimed at Sean Whetstone, who is by all accounts a very loyal WHU supporter with the best interests of the club at heart. 
I'm waiting for the fall. We've we've had our differences in the past, but I always respect Sean's loyalty to our beloved club. Stop it, I'm going to cry. My question is, because he's got a question, unbelievably. Of course he has. With so many foreign players in the Premier League and also now at WHU, do you see them devoid of emotional care for the club if it were to go down? Yes, of course. I think that the, the, the days of, we've talked about this before, you know, they, they, the East End means nothing to them. The badge means nothing to them. Uh, these are, uh, are it's the wrong word to say mercenary. They're professional players who, who want to get the, the maximum uh, earnings out of their short career. I mean, that's not wrong, is it? I think club loyalty is... Um, is long gone in the game, even with the UK players, the English players, not just, um, and you know, don't get me wrong. I don't know if you hear what, um, did you hear what um, Declan Rice said on the podcast? Um, is it called the Football Rambles no. podcast or something he was on? He said he wants to win cups and trophies in his career. Well, he's one player of the year, isn't he? I think he had something oh. else in mind. But look, no one would blame Declan Rice for wanting to play for one of the big six clubs. It's, it's unreasonable to ask him to dedicate his whole short career just to West Ham because we gave him his chance. Completely unreasonable. We're a mid-table club and we need to get used to that, that we have our place in the pecking order, as I put in the, the article today. And it ain't in the top six. So at one point, Declan Rice is going to read, uh, leave us and, and be a great player for England and a great player for... Well, if only you believed that six years ago, it'd have been better. Simon Holmes, he says the future is always, as always, he's staying in the Premiership. A bonus would be the FA Cup. Premiership? Yeah. Old school. The Premiership, yeah. He says... If we get through this season without relegation, we can hopefully plan for five years. Oh, he's answering my question. I should say I put recording tonight. What's the future for West Ham in your eyes? Where will we be as a club in another five years? That's what I said. So that's what he's saying. Future is always staying in the Premiership. Bonus would be FA Cup. If we can get through this season without relegation, we can hopefully plan for five years. Plan for five years. I don't think these people know how to plan for two. Needs progressive management, two decent keepers. Fabianski injuries cost us and poor backup keepers. Uh, Keith Freed. Hello, Keith, mate. He's got a couple of good sights. Sullivan Gold Brady out. He's put a couple of pictures up. Sold a dream, given a nightmare. Lying, thieving, frauds. RIP, WHU, sack the board. Uh, which was a picture from a Watford game I attended. Uh, Robert Jesse, I'm at a loss. I really want to support MP, but can't see much light on the horizon. Perhaps we'll give until Christmas. No idea would do much better and is available, but his best bet is Moyes. Well, well giving him to Christmas is only giving him to Saturday because, of course, we've got no well, you could games say January the 1st, until Boxing you know, Day. No, he said Christmas. Let's be, you, let's you be pedantic and say Christmas is this Saturday because there's no games after that between yeah. now and Christmas. At least he knows what a basket case of a club he's taking on. 
looked completely lost when the third goal went in. And all for those who were asking where Arthur was found out, why wasn't he playing in the second half? Why wasn't Arthur, he playing that's in the second well, he was of, of, of sorts, well, wasn't he? I think that's what he's saying. He sort of, yeah. All oh, right, okay, got you. Uh, Ian Banks, same old West Ham, really, isn't it? Gives us a glimpse of hope with a Chelsea win and back to reality with a lacklustre display against the Gooners. A two week break after the Saints game. Anything less than the win and Pellegrini will be out. That will give Pulis time to get the team ready for Palace. Wow, I wonder where he got that from. <laughs> Is he on our WhatsApp group? Dear, oh dear, David Smith. We we have written about it, actually, of course. Yeah. yeah, we are West Ham, says Smithy. It's always been miserable, but for the first time years, he won't be watching on Saturday when it's on TV because it's getting too dis- depressing. You know, are we seriously relying on Antonio to save the season? He's read somewhere something that we're owned by pensioners and managed by a pensioner with five players over thirty in the team. That's a good point, actually, when you think about it. I think it's unfair to call people pensioners. Again, I'm going to go PC and say, you know, we we may not like the owners and we may not like Pellegrini at the moment. We don't need to get oh, personal uh, and be ageist. Right, right. Are we going to well, get ageist right, Yeah. Are they of pension age? I rest my uh, case, my lord. Yes, Thank you very are. much. But, 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 but there's... I just think there's a connotation of calling them pensioners. Oh, right. So, the old boys in red um, coats, are we not allowed to call them the Chelsea pensioners now? Yeah, well, oh. you are, because that's, that's the correct oh, but, term for them. So, but why can't we call... I just don't think, I just don't think there's any room for being oh, ageist. All right. Oh, right. Well, there you go. I'm upsetting old people now. Sorry, Sean. Uh, he, he then goes on everything is stale and slow which is bang on the money one pace and, and he believes we're going down unless Pellegrini goes what's the point of giving him another mm-hmm. game uh, he guesses Moyes will return he might keep us up balled out Mitch Taylor Pellegrini's got to go it was great trying to play out and get the ball down, but not when you're playing better opposition who can shred you on the bike. We need to adapt the game by game. We could have been when Leicester are, but instead we're no better than Brighton. It's a bit harsh, maybe. I don't know. Nick yeah. Harvey, evening, gent. Everyone's happy tonight. Nick Harvey. Evening, gents. The future is bleak all the time. Sullivan, Golden, Brady remain at the club. And it will remain until they sell up. That is bang on the money. They're out of their depth. will never take the club forwards. He's got a question. Can we stay up if the ball don't sack Pellegrini now? I think we can stay up. What if we don't sack Pellegrini? Can we stay up if Pellegrini stays manager? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I so. you know, I, I do think we'll stay up. It may be seventeenth, but I think there are three teams worse than us. Uh, one for Sean in his secret sources. Does Pellegrini's payoff reduce if we're in the bottom three? Uh, no, I you don't, don't do you? Brady out as ever. Nick Harvey. Uh, Ziggy Stardust, a good friend. Evening all. He was watching last night's performance and there's a good chance of another trip to the championship. P- 
personally, it doesn't worry me too much as my West Ham golden years, golden years, he's done it again. We're in Division 2. I don't see much chance of changing the next five years as long as the laughing gnome Sullivan still has a say. What do you think MP wants for Christmas? Uh, well, he'd get Christmas off, I would imagine. Well. <laughs> he probably wants to return to Chile. I don't know whether his uh, wife and children are still in Chile. They used to be. Well, she did fly into City Airport the other day. My so, sources um, told me. Yeah, I know your source <laughs> on that. Um, so, yeah, I, I think she, he, he wants his, his wish would probably to have uh, uh, Christmas in Chile. Yeah. There you go. And the New the Year. Family. Chris Williams, he couldn't make it back from 254 in time last night because of the train strike. So it was sky for me. So sad to see our heads go down, even at one mole. Who, who is this? We we got through. Keith and I got through the train strike. Come on, it's not enough effort. There was a lot of people missing, there wasn't was, there? There was, yeah. Uh, we were talking of this. We reckoned... Uh, 10,000. 10,000? Yeah. yeah. Probably about 50,000 out of 60,000 yeah. sell out. Were there? There was about ten thousand missing. Thanks, Southern Western trains. Yeah. Or what is it called? Southwestern yeah, trains. Well, I'm, I'm not from there, so it don't bother me. So sad to see our heads go down, even at one all. For us to be anywhere other than mid table, toiling with relegation in five years, we need fresh approach, and the evidence says it means new ownership. There is something in the culture that turns good managers and players into something lackluster. In the short term, it has to be time for a new manager. I mean, we are in turmoil, aren't we? When you read everything, we what are. people say. Yeah, even, even you, who were back in the manager, even you, I think, has got to go, it's a busted flush. Yeah, I, I think once you lose, for me, you can lose the players and you can lose the confidence of the board. But, as, and, as what has he done? Has he lost the... I, no, sure but I'll tell you what he has done. This he's he's, he's he lost, lost the fans, players? mate, and I think... And he's that is when you have to go. Without a doubt. That I think that is when, if you lose the... F- well, funny you should say that. Do you want me to give you an update from Go the Clown Hugh poll today that we're in? So we asked the question, cycle back the manager. And I gave three options. I said there are three options. Sack him immediately before the weekend. The second option is wait until the result of Southampton before making a decision. Well, the third option was back the manager regardless of the result at the weekend. What do you reckon... Did you no. vote in this? 1,844 have voted oh, since this afternoon. That's big for you, isn't it? Um, how many do you think said second 72% immediately? No, it was 66%. Oh. 1,216. How many do you think said wait until Southampton result before making a decision? 25%. 431 votes. That's 234 which leaves 197 votes that say keep faith and back the manager turn things around regardless of results 10.68% said back in whatever so there you go um, you know nearly 90% or, or 89.5% only give him till Saturday yeah I, I mean um, obviously you know I was in the, 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 the category 3 um, and I've probably moved into category two now. 
So yeah. if I'd have voted, I would have probably voted category two. Let's see the Southampton yeah. game. Because I think, if, you know, and it, yeah. there's, it depends on the manner of defeat. You know, if if we played the way we did Saturday, uh, the last night, sorry, on Saturday, and then Southampton sort of played the way Arsenal did, and it turns out that, then I think you've got to go. I mean, what do we do if we win 4-0? Well, this uh, the way I see it. Exactly. If he wins, if it was me, if he, if he wins... And, and it's yeah. you, you, it's wrong to give a manager game by game, but if he wins, you got to see what he does over the next three games: the Palace, Leicester, and Bournemouth. I mean, Fabianski should be back. I don't think. I mean, initially we were hoping Fabianski would. Be I mean, fit I, I would want four weekend, points out of those three games. So I want to win against Southampton. So basically, I want seven points out of the next uh, four games. And 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 that in, the, the two wins for me would have to be Southampton and Bournemouth. Anyway, it's one of the longest. Yeah. Michael uh, Levy Junior. Michael Levy's son. Evening, guys. Same old West Ham. So disappointing. It, it, it feels like the mentality is a big part of the problem. Is it time for a sports psychologist? Um, I, didn't we have one under Allardyce? Sports psychologist. We did, yeah. Perhaps it is. Perhaps we need to hypnotise them and make them think they're different players. We know some of these players have talent, but it's like we have a curse over us. That's possibly why. Keep up the great pod. Thanks a lot, Michael. And he finishes off with Rita Dwarf and Goldie Howe. (laughs) I love that. Dwarf. Dear, what one's the dwarf? Dear, oh dear. Uh, Super Tony Clark of the American West Ham podcast in Old Money. Is Pellegrini getting it done? The answer's the question, no. But do I trust them to hire someone else that won't cause protest in two years' time? The answer's the question, nope. Culture change is a must, and that's in one spot. But he didn't answer that. But I'm guessing it's... Uh, you know, the, the, the common theme here is some ownership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it ain't going to change, right? In the w- best will in the world, there is no one queuing up. There is no American consortium. There is no one ready. Now you say this all the time, but the West thing Ham. is, but where are they? Right, where well, are you they? You know, you say this all the time. I'm where not saying they? they're out there. I believe you. So, so just be realistic. Be a realist. We're a mid-table but team. But the thing is. They're not probably actively really looking to sell the club. What for me is that the fans now need to step up the pressure on them. Operation Balled Out needs to be brought, like Operation Allardyce out, which will... Oh, I just think that's very, very wearing and destructive. Well, do you know what? Sometimes well. you have to destroy to rebuild. That's, you know, militant me. Anyway, marvellous yeah, Marvin Subudu gets longer because we've lost two games. What a crock of shit that second half was. Now we know my Masuaku hasn't been in the squad. But why the long contract only recently? Was that Pellegrini's choice? Good question, Marv. One I spoke about with someone to, earlier. Masuaku's four years, is it? Four-year contract, five-year contract? It was, yeah. It was a bit of a strange one. You know, he's losing the faith. Keep the faith, Marv. But would give him two games. But less than four points versus Southampton, the Palace, and bye-bye. 
Hallow and Antonio together up front and Jop Anderson. Well, yeah, I, you know, I was I was talking to uh, um, what's his Keith. name? Oh, Stelios. Uh, Stelios. Uh, and, you know, and we, we we were talking. I said I would drop Anderson as well. Mm. Talking of Stelios. Hello, Matty Tips. He's a Belinda. I wonder if they come from the same village. I'm not sure on the future. I really thought this would be the season to push on Matty Pips. But last night's game was horrific. We lost the game as opposed to us not being amazing. I really thought we would push on post-Chelsea. And I thought we are okay against the goody wolvesie. But last night, we took it at this ten steps back, Matty Peeps. Ah, oh, I wish I was writing happier things. <laughs> Onwards. P.S. I'm loving the show, Matties. Here you go. She doesn't she talk does, like that, does she? I'm telling her. She does. You do. I, I, I've nailed Dodsey, as you found out last night. It really does sound like I do him. Charlie Fawkes. London United, European champions. What was he talking, talking about? about? Where we'd be in five years' time. <laughs> 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 oh, nice one, Charlie. Oh, boy. It's like Dylan, isn't it? At a magic roundabout. So who's this? Is this Dodsey? Oh, Marion. <sighs> the immediate future, boy. We didn't see Marion last night, did we? He was where, watching where was the he? National. Yeah, what? which to you is an horse race, but to music lovers, it's a band. I'm oh, guessing right. he okay. bought the Whatever. tickets and Sky moving the game screwed him. But, yeah, but anyway, boat. Dylan from the Magic Roundabout goes band? on. Oh, boyos, the immediate future is bright for us fans. That is, you will soon be buy one ticket and get one free as the plastics disappear from the toilet bowl stadium. As for the next five years, boyos, with the double D's in charge, it will be more the same. A question for Nigel and John, but John's not here, so I'll answer it. Boyos, after the podcast team's performance last week, with one member leaving early for his dinner and another eating some chicken while broadcasting, do you feel that the <laughs> that first why, team's apathy and lack of professionalism is now seeping into others? There you go. I think old Marion's digging you lot out. He is. What? What? what who well, went George for went up for his dinner, didn't he? Yeah, well, he, he does, does like his dinner. dinner. And uh, you just had your dinner while we were broadcasting. Yeah. Without doing the washing up. Yeah. We'll leave that in last week. No people. People get upset. Do, do you know? Do you know what I did after the game? I played this clip. Go Can on. I play it for you. Wankers. <laughs> Fucking embarrassing. Waste of our time. Fucking waste of our time. It's my oh, favourite. You use that all the time, don't you? I remember when you said that to me. I know, I get me. to I use it, it so many times. I do like it. Uh, Luke Ed. I'll play it one on. more time, though. No, I just like. Wankers. Fucking embarrassing. Waste of our time. Fucking waste of our time. Said fifty thousand. Apologies if you get upset by bad language. Uh, apologies. Oh. For that. 
future of the club is put long-term mediocrity. As long as the owners make their money, they will invest just enough to stay in the Premier League, nothing more. He hopes he's wrong and he fears that he's right. Sounds like me years ago. Yeah. Matthew A. Tree. I don't know what type of a tree he is, but he's A. Tree. As a club, we'll be exactly where we are now. Scrapping around the bottom half of the Premier League, still fed false hope by owners, talking like a big club, acting like a small club. Probably would have been through another three managers too. Back to this season, though, we've been through bigger dips and survived in the past. This is as typical as West Ham season. It gets no surprise. It is. For me, the problems are bigger than just the manager. Is he still right, Sean? All this talk of new managers, but who in their right mind would want to work with the owners? And Rita. Brady out. He did finish with Brady Brady out. (laughs) See, how did I know that? And I'm not even looking at Facebook. Paul Addison. I, I don't know if that means he's the son of a snake, but anyway. Uh, Paul Addison, uh, the future is as depressing as the president. Even when we pay a top-level manager millions of pounds to come here, even when we put in a director of football in place, even when we spend more money on players than ever, we still manage to fail miserably. Fabianski's injuries hit us hard and than any of us could have thought, and it's sod's law, we don't have a decent backup. Everything should have gone so right this season because we're West Ham, it goes down the lab. Anyway, love the show, but please don't give me some dodgy Yorkshire accent just because I t- live in Leeds. He's from t- Yorkshire. Yeah. <laughs> I, look, I, I, I thought it was about pedagogy. He said, not. I'm actually from Barking. Oh, sorry, Paul. Yes, he says, read her out. Well, that was fucking dreadful. (laughs) Let me know what school you went, Paul. That's the other clip I like. Ricky Burns. I wonder if that's the boxer. Quite a good fire, but he's from Glasgow. I feel the same about the club as when you can't find your phone. You know where you've seen it somewhere. You know it's somewhere, but you can't figure out where it's gone. And the longer it goes on, the more worried you get. Oh, I'm going to like that. That's liked. Well yeah, done, Ricky. Yeah. Uh, Lewis Aaron Trout, uh, friend of the show, uh, and can't be asked anymore, but obviously you can, Luke, because you're still saying it. Uh, does Nige still believe the clueless one is still the man? Head's gone if so. <laughs> Who's the clueless one? Is me. he talking about you? Oh, no. I think he's talking in Pellegrini. He's the clueless one. Though it could be you. But, you know, could I'm be. wavering. I've, I've been called worse, yeah. to be honest. You will be tomorrow. But I'm wavering, Lou. I will leave it there. Next up, Super Tim Sharman, Luke's dad. Great to finally meet Sean, Nigel and Dodsey. He's put Dodsey in. It's great to meet Sean, Nigel and Dodsey last night. Highlight. Oh, did he think that was Dodsey? Dodsey was there. He stood next to Luke. We were talking. Oh, yeah, he did come along. Yeah, you're right. Can you only see us go? Did you know it was you just shouted out to Dodsey? I did, yeah, yeah. I know, so he thinks we're going down and the board's got to act faster. And as always, he finishes with Brady out. And uh, 
We we got his we got the picture somewhere. Yeah, and Paps uh, and and Tim, uh, we're not doing Super Six because I'm still crap. Wait till I start moving up, then we'll yeah. bring it back. Uh, Chopper Harris. Yeah, yeah. How I'm, are you doing? I'm in. I'm in no, the I think I moved up one place this week, so I'm getting closer. Oh, did you? Oh, I've moved up about four then. <laughs> I think I'm fifth. I did maybe. beat you this week by one point. Yeah. One point. Good evening. Yeah. How said you do, have you remembered to do this week? Oh, no. Oh. See, I've saved you. Oh, is it tomorrow? Tomorrow. Oh, right, I'll do it. I've saved <laughs> you on that. I've yeah, saved you on that. Panicked me. So Chopper says, You would have forgotten, have done, though, yes. wouldn't you? Good. So I've saved you. You owe me a week. You. Good evening. With the current trend for clubs appointing club stalwarts who get their respective clubs' mentalities, he's put Lampard, Ferguson, Solskjaer. Is there any potential for equivalent appointment or maybe Boyer, Potts, Parker or even <gasps> De Canio as a temporary measure in the event that the manager is sacked? What do you think? Well, I'll me? let you answer it. I've done De Canio, haven't it? I threw it out there. Sorry, well, say I... that again. I was just uploading the picture of uh, Tim oh, and, your and Luke to Parker. the Facebook group. Boyer, Potts, or Parker? Uh, Parker. Okay. I had a little chat with David Yorksick today. And oh, did basically, you? we were pointed out there, there is one problem with West Ham at the moment is that when they sack the manager, the whole team has to go. And it actually means that we've got no coaching staff to bring in. So we would have to bring the whole shebanging. There's no one there. Everton had Ferguson to bring in from inside the club. I'm sure he would call up some old mates. You know, I don't think that's the the, When you look at the managers that, that have been brought in temporarily, like even, you know, Freddie Lundberg was already at Arsenal. Mm. Anyway, part two's been going yeah, for a, an hour and a minute. They don't even... How, how many, there's only uh, about four <laughs> left. They don't listen anyway. Okay. Uh, the, the Pontiff himself, Mr. Pope, Pellegrini out, Bald out, Brady out. Mark Miles answers my questions. Where will we be in five years' time? Champions of League One. Oh, as long as we're champions well, of We'll have had fun I'll, that I've year. I've not got a problem. I'll tell you what, Sunderland yeah. would love to be champions of League One because they are having a mare, people. Oh, How are they? Are they? Alan Woodhouse. Sorry, Nigel but he's in the Pellegrini out camp. Surely you must be heading that way too now. Would you fellas take 17th now if offered it? Yes, I would. Yes. And Alan's got a strange hashtag, quite lonely. It's back the board. All right. Do you know what? I've been reminded of an old tweet. Your tweet's been oh, coming up. Oh, mate. But a tweet of my 76 points. Pellegrini has set himself a target at 76 points. That Isn't one's come back to me. Just on that, when, do you know what I got home last night? Because I don't have Twitter on my phone, I don't get the notifications. And I went into yeah. it. Gee, and you're thinking, what's this? I've got like 40 notifications. And and someone had dug out the old tweet of of... of uh, gold replying to me about the mood's going to change how long. Yeah, I've seen all Someone that. had dug out my video I did two years ago of Brady, where I put uh, Johnny. Uh, it was it was a small clip of when I used to do mock the week. Do you remember I used to do mock the week? Um, 
that caused more trouble than it was worth. Yeah, you well, should bring back. Oh, yeah, like but the problem the is some people thought it was really funny and some people took... We don't seem to mind upsetting people well, on this podcast. No. But you, up, you, you get worried about upsetting well, people on Well, it's not that. It, you know, it just it causes arguments and things. You know, people didn't see the funny side of it. It was supposed to be fun. And when people... Well, no one sees the funny side of it on this, well, do they? Well, more people do than don't. <laughs> we'll leave it at that go on then uh, Paul yeah. Goodell we are fucked for the foreseeable future the greedy dildo brothers are out of their dip shit stadium shit board shit <laughs> next Tuesdays Brady out oh next up Dave Sperry has commented I believe we're going to have to go down to rebuild Hopefully, this reset will allow WHU to come back to the Prem much stronger and rise up the ranks like Wolves. That's a tough one. I did um, say to uh, George and John earlier that I think it would be good to do a, a, a decade of Golden Sullivan special. Yeah. Uh, and perhaps we'll save... The, what the future would be if we get relegated for that. Okay. Stelios Kiriakou. Do you know him? Oh, no. It's Stelios. Yeah. Oh, is it? I don't know his second name. <laughs> Hello, cool. Matty Pips. <laughs> he doesn't talk, talk like, that. like this. Got to Irons United. <laughs> in another five years, if these three are in charge... There's not likely to be much change. Matty Pizzo, we want her to get relegated. But once in a while, we scatter with Europe. I like Europe from Greek. Hello. But we won't ever make a the Champions League, Matty Pips. Mind you, by then, the owners will have bought the stadium for next to nothing and will be on the verge of selling up for a fortune. <sighs> what do you think? Whatever, yeah. I don't oh, know what you oh, said. Shut up. You know what I said. And it weren't me. It was Stelios. No, I don't. He said, he what said did he the say? owners on. will have bought the stadium for next to nothing and be on the verge of selling up for a no. fortune. No, 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 no. The fallacy, I've talked about this before and it's really boring, but the, the stadium loses £30 million a year. They ain't going to buy it. They ain't going to be giving it unless there's a massive subsidy. So this fallacy, no, it's better to rent it for next to nothing. Guess what? We our rent gets halved if we get relegated to the championship. Good deal. We don't pay two and a half million. We pay one point two five million. We're up to over three million now for a season. We're up to over three million. Yeah, but some of those are sponsorship deals. They go down as well. All right, it's index link. But you know, I doubt we pay more than one and a half million pound a year. This index link to the championship actually does intrigue me because what will it be in ten years' time? Yeah, it would so, be a lot. And in 20 yeah, it goes up and up time, and up. Will will it then look like an even better deal? Or is it a case of... Yeah, no, no, yeah, but it goes up. It's index, inflation so, linked. Then, yeah. so, so, so the cost of money, people's wages will go up. The money from Premier League TV deals will go up. It's, it's like looking back at the money that was around in, you know, the... Yeah, but the, if the Premier League income drops in twenty years' time. No, it won't drop. No, no, no. We and, and I'm glad you mentioned this. You know, with pre, um, with um, with the experiment last week with uh, Amazon Prime. This is the future. You know, this is the first streaming, legal streaming, where 
in the future, you'll be able to stream every game and the, and the rights of each club will be owned by the club. And they sell them individually. to do that, they have to change the law. Yeah. So you think that will be changed? changed? You think the Saturday the three o'clock yeah. kickoff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not the law. It's the rules. It's not a law. It's not a criminal thing. Well, no. I... It's, it's just the rules of the Premier League and the Premier well, League's no, owned, as you know. Was, I don't think it is because it pre-bates no, the no, Premier no, League. No, 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 no. You're getting confused with the Taylor report no, I'm and the law. No, not getting confused. I'll up because this stems back from the football league days that no foot no the only live saturday three o'clock game yeah it's the fa cup final but it's not a law it's not a it's not a law in the statute it's a it's a regulation Oh, so you've. I'm 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 happy if I'm wrong. Well, we'll actually, we'll look at wrong, that because this, this is the thing, and that's why, if you remember, the League Cup final when it was played on a Saturday at three o'clock was never shown live. Yeah, well, I, I, my understanding is the Premier League could change this themselves because each one of the twenty clubs owns a one twentieth share of the Premier League. Oh, right. Last, anyway, moving on, but moving not on. least, it's our friends, Dodsey. Hey, Dodsey. We saw him a couple we of times did. last night. He didn't want to talk to us. It was his wife, and he was a little bit But he did talk to us. Or some somebody's wife. I, I don't know whose wife it was. Hello, my handsomes. Are you sure? It's a bit pricey down that shop in Arad's Cockney land. I paid a cockle for half a cider. Well, we normally pay with money, Dodsey. I don't know about where you come from, son. So, uh, But if you got it for a cockle, well done. He, he said, but down on the farm, it's only one pound. Or in dollars, that's one dollar. That's a, a, a political drink, joke, which I don't get. Anyway, enough about my romantic four-day break with the wife has made Mary and Norman a dump me. Let's talk about the committee meeting set up by Sean's poll. Sean, Nigel, Tim... Committee meeting? What's he talking about? Him finish, will you? And I'll tell you. Go on, Sean, Nigel, Tim Sherman, son of Tim Sherman. I think you meant Luke... <laughs> And my yeah. good self, all in the same place together, and then Arsenal turned up. Nigel said it was 10 minutes of pain. So why does it still hurt, Nigel? You tell me my beauty. That's life, son. Life hurts. Questions. Nigel, if you were made manager, what three things would you do in week one? Uh, if I was manager... Uh, the three things I would do in week one. Blimey, three things. Can I sack the board? No. No, because that's not what a manager does. So what, what can I do as a manager? I would... You can um, you can uh, drop players. You can train differently. I would, yeah. Uh, I, and you can change so the I'll tactics. I'd revert to 4-4-2, four, four, oh, come on. Right, let me do it. And now, see, now you think, now people are going to think, I'm just copying you because I'll just go, right, straight away, <laughs> I'm back to 4-4-2. Four, four, <laughs> I'd bring in yeah, Paolo Di Canio as my assistant. It's your number two. Yeah. Because right, then cool. he can take over when I cock it up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, think, and, and third my third thing, thing would, I would bring in three of the best under 23 players. Okay. Yeah. Who are they? Go on, uh, you got Holland, uh, Scully, 
And I've always liked Dan Kemp, but he's a bit short, but I think a lot of people, but I still think it's possible. I would bring them into the squad and make sure that they at least had 45 minutes. So, questions. He's asked, George, got a question, can only choose one, he says. George, listening, you can eat your tea or stay on the podcast and miss your tea. You choose one. So, I text George Dodds. Jules says he's going to eat his tea. Yeah, of course so John, he is. This is a good one. John, renew your season ticket or praise Sean Which on every got. podcast. So, John said he'll praise Sean on one podcast and then leave. And Sean, you stop doing polls or stop getting free away tickets. There's no way I'm stopping bowls, no. is there? So you're not going to get free away ticket. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, my away tickets, freebies have stopped anyway. So it's only Dave Baker now, isn't so. it? I noticed he put a video up the day. <laughs> Look, Listen, people will take this seriously. I noticed he, I had a guy in the day. He put a video up, and he was at the game yesterday. And I said to him, well, "Another, another tick, lot of tickets in the ballot, was it? How lucky does he get? Well, yeah. the game." He's, he's, he's got a... Oh, yeah, because he's, he's a season ticket holder. Let, let me tell you something really interesting. Well, let me finish the question with Dodsey because it's the last one. Go on, then. then do the question, me, then. Nigel, always be politically correct or go on a romantic week holiday with your wife's blessing with Rita Brady. Oh! <laughs> do you know what? Be politically correct always. Or we, we've, I'll tell you what, I think I'll take the Brady. I don't. I think you'd enjoy I yourself. I think you'd have a cracking time, actually. Do you know actually. what I've always said about Brady? No, you fancy I've said that, have I? What are the two good things about Oh, sorry, Brady? your mum's listening and, and Auntie Penn. He's yeah. never said what that. What are the yeah, two sorry. best things about Brady? Uh, a tits? Well, I think I said left and right. <laughs> it leaves to the imagination but yeah anyway that is finally the end of Facebook Twitter question time so go on finish what you was going to say well so uh, while I was bored I was watching Monday Night Football on the new internet I must say the new internet is amazing right so I did something I'm a, I'm a the techno new guy so I did a sp- the new is internet is there an old yeah. internet then now, all right, sorry, the new Wi-Fi, because we used to have Wi-Fi. We can now let you into secret. We've, we've had the media press <laughs> Wi-Fi since 2016. We can reveal that now. Yeah, because we can't need uh, it now. Because <laughs> we don't need it now. Uh, but we have been using Wi-Fi since Stadium opened. But now the Stadium Wi-Fi, let me tell you something, right? And I was really impressed. So while I was bored, while Arsenal was free scoring against us, I decided to do a speed test. And the download speed was 79.5 meg. And the upload speed was 118 meg, uh, megabits per second. Now, if you're a technical person, you'll know that's a bloody good speed um, for, for Wi Fi in a stadium. But it is, it's better than John gets on, for, to do the podcast, and it's better than George gets. It's not better than we get, is it? But uh, we've, we've got. Uh, <laughs> special internet at home. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just laughing at that question. Oh, what the <laughs> new question? Yeah, so there's a little plug. Um, I'm uh, 
I'm <laughs> into the lion's den. I have agreed. I don't know why I've done this, but I have. I have agreed to be a guest, the first guest, I'm told, on West Ham Fan TV podcast tomorrow night. It's on Wednesday night. I'm going to the lion's den. They don't like me very much, I don't think, um, but we'll see. Um, I'm sure they've got lots of questions for a bald lover like me and uh, ex-member of the OSB, etc. But you know what? I said to them, I talked to Nicky Hawkins, uh, I said, no question is off limits. You can ask me what you want. And he's already tweeted out. There's a number of <laughs> quite interesting questions on, on the timeline. Yeah. Which is your favourite? That, that last one, I can't read it out, even though it is 20 no, past 10. Really. It's, I just it's, can't read it yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> yeah, if you, if you look at West Ham Fan TV yeah, timeline of... Uh, you'll because see the questions. Was, uh, if, add your own. If that was add true your own. about Brady, I don't think I'd want the romantic holiday. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, did you do your predictions earlier? Um, no. No. So, um, what, what are they? For, do you know what I think, honestly, and or not? I think we're going to lose, mate. I think we're going to lose 2-0. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really? And with all that entails, I think it's a you know. I uh, I hope to be wrong, but um, I'm not. You're not. What do you think? Okay, all right. Um, I think we win one nil. I think we'll be tight affair. But uh, I don't think... So you think no, Pellegrini really survives for another? I think he survives and the, and the misery carries on. So we've had a late entrance because he's, he's tipped in, I'll say. Brian Lawrence, well done. You got in there, son. Sullivan and co out. Just, Is that all he says? says? Just thought I'd throw that in. So, Super 6. Was there Super 6 tonight? Oh, please don't. Should we look? I don't know I've, what. I I'm going to have a look. Really I'm going to have a quick look. It's possible it was tonight. Because I've just seen... Uh, oh, 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 oh. Right, here you go. Top five, Keith Fowler, number one, two, five, three. Ian oh. Leach, two, four, three. Tim Sharman, well done. Uh, Dad of Luke, 240. Keith, you're up to fourth place, it two, three, tonight. three. I'm one point behind. It was tonight. Fifth in... Two, three, two. Oh, it was tonight. It was tonight. I did and tell I you too late. Uh, zero points again. Oh, uh, Dodsey is 29th on 200. If there's any other. Merion is 32, 32nd. 17, uh, 197. Anyone else? Oh, Luke is 38th on one nine. Four, going down, going down. Let's see, go further, go further, go down, go down. We're past 50, go down, go down. Oh, yeah, 55th, Nigel Khan, one, seven, four. Mate, You're having I a mare, mate. These Champions League's killing me. You, you need to get oh, into a routine. No, I can't believe another one. Phil Walker scored the highest at 17. What did I score tonight? Um... Doesn't look like very many. I scored eight. Yeah. Oh, so, right, let's go. So, you had Chelsea to win 2-0 and they won 2-1. Yeah. 
You had Barcelona yeah. to win 1 0. They won 2 1. You had Valencia to yeah. win 1 0. I don't know why, because Ajax won 2 0. You had. Yeah. No, no. You had. I predicted Ajax no, to yeah. win 2 0 and Valencia, Valencia won 1 0. Uh, you had yeah. Dortmund to win 3 0 and they won 2 1. You had. Yeah. Uh, Leon to win 1 0. They drew 2 all. And you had Benfica to win 2 0. And sadly for you, they won 3 0. Yeah, close though. Close, but damage limitation and for you. The worst thing about it, the golden goal was scored by Mill Forsberg in the ninth minute. And that is always the. I always put the ninth minute for the first goal. Yeah, it don't make any difference. Though, uh, does it? Only if it's a tied. It's like a tiebreaker. If two people get mm. 27 points or whatever, then who Right, is there anything else? We're on one, one hour 22 just for the part two. Uh, so this is a long one. Uh, apparently, according to George, people switch off after uh, 60 minutes. So if you're still here, well done. You're like 4%, according to George. Um, well done for making it this far. That's it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I've been... Uh, next gone. week. Oh, no, it's not Christmas next week, is it? It's not, so we'll no. be back next week. We will be talking. We will be back next week. As as long as it doesn't conflict with yeah, George's okay. dinner. Or tea, as he calls it. I've been Sean. Uh, Nigel has been... Shit, man. Uh, and that's it. Come on, you irons. Keep the faith, people. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Brady out. Bobby Moore. Wankers, fucking embarrassing. Waste of our time. Fucking waste of our time. Well, that was fucking dreadful. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.